This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning we are focusing on our Rutherford County Schools. James Evans is with us this morning. James, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good to have you with us. You brought a friend with you today. I did. This is Dr. Andrea Anthony. She's our Assistant Superintendent for Human Resources and Student Services. Uh, she has been with us for many, many years and is a, a great person to have on the staff, of course. Good to have you with us today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, nice fall weather, too. Perfect. Uh, Absolutely. 58 degrees when I came in this morning. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, you can't beat that. This this is uh, certainly fall season. It makes you ready for a fall break. Uh, we're all ready for fall break. I'm just going to tell you that I've seen multiple <laughs> teachers telling us on Facebook that they are counting down the days this week. So we're hoping for a quiet but productive week heading into fall break. And uh, next week, Monday, Absolutely. is the beginning of it. Yep. Now, does everybody get the fall break, all the teachers, or do they have in-service All classes? the schools are off for fall break. The central office is open, but a lot of people choose to use vacation time and spend time with their family that week. It, when schools are out of session, it's a little quieter in the office, so it's a good time to take vacation. Very good. Well, as you look around, uh, how are things going with the COVID situation? Uh, you're, you're in school you have a mask mandate that is in progress. Uh, is it going to be renewed, I, I guess? And, and how, how has the result been of having that? Well, so our numbers are dropping. You can't necessarily uh, attribute that all to just the mask requirement. There's a number of things that are in place. You know, we've, we've, we've upped our quarantine procedures uh, to help uh, with distancing and stopping the spread or slowing the spread. Uh, I think the masks are having an effect, too. We're also seeing the numbers in the community are dropping, so all those factors are contributing. Uh, Our board is scheduled to take it up again at at the board meeting that's after fall break, so it's that second week of October, uh, and they're going to be discussing. uh, It's on the agenda for them to discuss moving forward what what the mask requirement is going to look like. So it's going to be in effect until after that meeting. Right. It was a 30-day mass requirement that the board approved, and that started on September 13th, and it's scheduled to be reviewed on October 14th. Okay. Uh, Does this, uh, and and let's talk a little about some of the issues that COVID has brought on. I know it's created some major issues on teaching, but uh, Dr. Anthony, as the uh, Assistant Superintendent of Human Resources, it has to have been challenging in your area, too. Absolutely. You know, our substitutes, they um, have the same issues that we do, being quarantined or contact traced. So it's a challenge for everyone, for sure. So what are some of the things that you're doing to make it past this time? And you've had couple of years we didn't expect we were going to get this much experience (laughs) absolutely so we're working with our substitute company uh, to give them additional days if they were to be contact traced uh, due to working uh, and that also helps tie them over until they're able to get off of quarantine 
So do you see any uh, light at the end of the tunnel? I know we saw some light at the end of the tunnel this summer, but uh, that light went out or dimmed again. <laughs> well, the indication with the numbers going down, I do see light right now. I think we'll soon see a turn, and then everybody hopefully will be able to return. Do you? We hear so much about getting vaccinations for younger people. Uh, some ages have been approved. Some of the products have been approved. Do you expect that to happen anytime soon? Uh, well, I mean, we're seeing more and more studies and news stories coming out that they are doing tests and FDA approval for the younger kids to be eligible for the vaccinations. Uh, but we haven't heard anything, um, you know, concrete yet. I think that's probably still a few months away before that's approved. And, and it should be. I mean, they, we want them to be thorough, of course. Any parent wants to make sure what their kids are getting is safe. Uh, so I'm glad they're being thorough with it. Now, Dr. Anthony, are you looking at hiring additional people at this time? Uh, is, are we too soon in the year to look at that? Oh, no. We, we uh, are always growing and adding additional growth positions. So we're really looking for some SPED teachers and some math teachers. What that, kind of teachers? Special are? education. Oh, okay. Yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, special education, K-12, through uh, to help with their uh, special education students. And then uh, high school math is another area we're always needing dynamic math teachers for our students. And we have bonuses available for some of those hard-to-fill areas, too. Absolutely. If they have student taught in the school district, then they get an additional $1,000. And then if they are going to teach in grades 6 through 12 for math, science, foreign language, or K-12 ESL, then there's signing bonuses as well as for our behavior specialists. Let me ask you this. We're finding shortages uh, in some strange places. Uh, and we're finding difficulty in getting products in strange places. Uh, everybody knows about the shortage of people who are working in restaurants and things of that sort. Uh, are you having a shortage in teachers? Absolutely. You know, the universities... Brought on by COVID. Absolutely. The universities are working, in, you know, in great partnerships with us, uh, but they are seeing a, um, a hardship for their students as well. Now... How about products that you use in the school system? Uh, all over. It doesn't have to be education. could be kitchen products, things of that sort. We understand that if a piece of equipment breaks, sometimes it's difficult to get the part because they're just not in stock. Well, so a great example of that is that we're, we're going to be opening in addition to Laverne Middle School, uh, probably going to open um, after fall break or maybe after winter break, but part of that delay was because of the supply chain. There was, they were having trouble. They would order, uh, for example, a certain color of tile for the new thing, and then uh, by the time they, they went to ship it, they, were, they didn't have enough of the same color, so we had to go back and, and try to do another color. And so uh, that's, that's been one of the delays. And then uh, we've seen supply chain issues, too, with our food service. Uh, it, just like a lot of restaurants, or you, you may have noticed, you go to some restaurants and they say, we can't sell this anymore because, you know, I noticed, uh, for example, uh, one of the wing places around town stopped doing their, their Monday wing special because they, they didn't have enough wings. They, they, could, they didn't want to sell out. Um, we're seeing some of the same things, uh, supply chain issues with our food supply uh, and some of the equipment. Uh, it's starting to pick back up, but there definitely was a time at the beginning of the year where we were we were a little worried and started to make partnerships with some other wholesalers so that we would have some backup plans. 
So has that worked out for you? I mean, have yeah, you, we're, you've we're been able it, to make it? Yeah, so we typically will have a, a menu that parents can look at. It's a monthly menu, so they know every day what their child's going to eat. We had to put out a notice to parents that uh, that menu may not be exactly what we had listed for that day because it just depends on what product we received that week at our different cafeterias. Um, and so we had to do some last-minute changes on certain menu items. But it's working out, and our school nutrition people are working hard to keep the kids fed. That has to be a challenge for you, and I guess you used to try to do it more uh, countywide, and that would be almost impossible, I guess. Yeah, so some of it is countywide, some of it's school-based, um, but you're talking about 50 different campuses. That's It's a, it's a large operation. Uh, people sometimes forget how large we are, but when you have that many buildings and, and 49,000 kids to feed, uh, if, if they're all eating in the cafeteria, that's a large operation, dude. I can't name a restaurant in this county that serves that many people. How in many one lunches day. do you serve a day? I don't know the exact number, but I know we have a pretty high participation rate among our forty-nine thousand kids, and, and it's breakfast and lunch. You know, so you know breakfast is obviously um, not as busy as lunchtime is, but it's still a lot of food going in and out of those buildings. So these are just regular daily challenges that yeah, you absolutely. have. Absolutely, not enough teachers, not enough products, food running out. Uh, if, if it's one thing, it's a, you're always surprised, it sounds like. Yeah, and Dr. Anthony was talking about substitute teachers. You know, it's, it offers a flexible schedule. So a lot, of, a lot of our substitutes are parents who want to be on the same schedule as their kids, but they also want some flexibility. Maybe they don't want to work every day or they can't work every day. And so it's a great way to somewhat give back to your school system, get some money as well, get paid for it, and be on the same schedule as your children. So if there's anyone interested, call our Human Resources Department. They will tell them exactly how to apply for those positions. Absolutely. What kind of qualifications do you need? A high school diploma. Um, also, uh, some of our substitutes already have their college diplomas. And so we have our, our pay scale rate um, posted for them and easy to go ahead and apply online and uh, you know they're being fingerprinted and starting uh, any day of the week so they just you know just come on in and sign on up well let's talk a little about the quality of our schools too I, I, we like to toot I, I, all of us here at WGNS like to toot the horns you all don't toot them enough but uh, our school system here city and county both do a phenomenal job and uh, let's do a little horn tooting uh, we hear a lot about the magnet schools and what is the difference in a magnet school and a baccalaureate school so they're both choice schools uh and they both have academic requires to get into them but your magnet schools they're they're a locally um created school so are, you're talking about mcfadden thurman francis central magnet school those are your 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 academic magnet uh, students have to meet certain academic requirements to to get into those schools uh, your international baccalaureate school in Oakland, uh, it's also a choice school that you have to apply for, and there's requirements. But it's a, it's a nationally recognized, an internationally recognized actually, uh, program that different schools in the country um, get certified through that organization, and it gives uh, students more of a worldly view when they're uh, approaching their studies. Uh, and so they're they're both great programs, but they're they're the I guess the or the, the origins of both of them are different. Yeah, uh, if you were looking at a college course wanting to to go toward college wanted your high school classes to to make it where you could go to virtually any college which route would you go magnet school or baccalaureate i or think you could do either, one, either but, one and it doesn't have to just be magnet schools either because if you do your ap courses in high school and get those credits on the way you can earn college courses uh while you're in school through the ap credits. and then we also have dual enrollment 
partnerships with a number of uh, MTSU's one, Motlow's one. Uh, I think I mentioned last time I was here, we had um, 35 students from Laverne High School that earned their associate's degree the weekend before they graduated high school, which wow. was, a, was amazing. <laughs> for, but they had done enough work with Motlow, our partnership. There's a robust partnership. It just it amazes me that you're getting a, a post-secondary degree before you receive your secondary degree. That, so that's a two-year college degree before you got out of high and, school. And those kids, and you know, we had two students out of that program. One was going to Yale, and one was going to uh, Princeton. That's right. And uh, you know, they, they were just ecstatic. They had so much already accomplished before they ever left school. And this is Laverne High School, and and the program is expanding. They're hoping to have more students in it this year. They do have more students in it this year that will finish next year. Now, this is something that we hear other counties bragging about, that they offer college credit, and it's something new for them. It's not new for us. No, we're always expanding, but we've been doing this for a number of years, and we just keep looking for more and more partnerships um, with these various universities to offer these opportunities for students. Now, are these partnerships uh, developed out of need for jobs in whatever career area that is? Sure, some of those are. Uh, like the mechatronics program in Oakland uh, feeds directly into some of the industry here if students choose to do that. And we, we developed those programs because industry was telling us uh, they they needed a workforce. And so we started offering these at the high school level and they can feed in directly with um, these programs to those industries. You also have um, universities, of course, are wanting to get students in their pipeline as well. So that some of these dual enrollment programs start like with MTSU, they, they would hope that these students would eventually come to their university for their undergraduate degree when they leave high school. So it, it's really mutually beneficial. Now, with some of these schools offering uh, these degrees, uh, do you do you have the flexibility of moving to another school? Maybe maybe it's not in your neighborhood, but it offers the courses that you need. Yeah, if there's space available, we do offer what's known as a zone exemption. People have to apply for them. There has to be space available. Uh, and there are some rules that are changing this next year because of a new state law that passed. It'll be more of a lottery system, uh, but that's very similar to what the magnet schools do. It's, uh, some, some of the magnet schools do. A lot of people don't realize uh, how big the Rutherford County school system is and, and how far-reaching you are. Uh, you, you're aware of most of the schools, but a lot of people are surprised when you say, well, uh, Central, uh, the, the, uh, the campus school over at MTSU, that, that's a part of the Rutherford County school system. It is. It's a partnership that we've had for a long, long time between the county school system and the university. And it's, a, it's called a laboratory school. And I'm going to be honest, I have two children who go there and they love the program. But we, we work with the university to give their education majors experience in the classroom. They come over and work alongside of our teachers and actually teach in the classroom. Um, and the teachers uh, that we employ there have to have a minimum of a master's degree in order to facilitate that program. And so uh, you really get a really focused, uh, small, one-on-one, -on -one, in some cases, uh, experience with your students because there's so many student teachers there from the university who are learning alongside our teachers. Is it still uh, difficult to get enrolled into campus school? So they are actually, they have a new um, in admission process that starts for this next school year. But in the past, when your children turned four, you could get them on the list. And when they filled up the spots based on those four-year-olds, it's 40 spots for kindergarten. 
uh, then, then it was full. This year they're going to take applications, and uh, after the application window starts or finishes, they'll do a lottery system and draw 40 names from there so that it's not just based entirely on what time of year your birthday is. Okay. And so. that's in line with what a lot of our magnet schools do for kindergarten is that once they get all the applications, they do a lottery drawn to choose who gets in. And will the campus school remain about the same size? or I mean, you have a lot of land over there. Do you plan on expanding ever? Yeah, we actually don't own the facility. The university owns the facility. We help maintain it, and then we staff it, but it's, it's the university's property. So I've not heard of any plans to expand it, but currently they offer two grades or two classes per grade. So, you know, two kindergarten, two second grades, all those things. So uh, it's a small school, uh, which is part of its charm, uh, but I haven't heard any plans to expand it. What, what are some of the pluses that you, I mean, you, you have a, two children going there, you say. Yeah. What, what are some of the pluses that you as a parent have looked at? Well, one thing I like is I'm a bit of a history buff, and I like that it's the oldest operating school in the county. Um, and they have a saying there that says, welcome to the legacy when you start, because, you know, it started back in, um, I think, 1929, I believe is when it started. But they have certain traditions, like, for example, when the, when the, uh, seniors graduate from high school eventually if they went to campus school they come back to the stairs and take a class photo as a senior no matter what high school they're attending they they get them all back to take a photo and they've done that for many years and when you go in the school you'll see all these black and white photos of the old schoolhouse look it's, it's I mean these are literal photos from the school's history that go back you know almost a hundred years so it that that's what I really like but the teachers there are just phenomenal uh, you know, we, uh, I'm going to brag on our kindergarten teacher, Miss Flowers. My, my middle son was in Taekwondo and came to her and said, I'm belt testing today after school. And so he told her about it. And we're at the belt testing at 4 o'clock, and I look up, and Mrs. Flowers is standing there. She had come out. She goes, if kids invite me to do stuff, I want to go see him outside of school. And she's been to almost every one of his belt testings since then. He's now a second grader. She's still coming to them. So it's, it's that kind of dedication. But it's not just at campus school. We have those kinds of teacher relationships all over and and the people are what make the school system so great it's not the buildings we're talking about the rutherford county school system this morning we're going to pause and check on the traffic and weather we'll be back and when we come back we'll be in the segment if you have a question or a comment either one you can be a part of that talk or text whichever all at 615-893-1450-615 893-1450 with us this morning the communications director James Evans along with the Rutherford County Schools Assistant Superintendent for Human Resources Dr. Andrea Anderson uh, Andrea Anthony about to change your name on you we'll be right back stay with us this is Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station FM 100.5 and 101.9 AM 1450 WGNS Murfreesboro Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to demasfamilykitchen.com Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have a huge selection of ukuleles which have become very popular in the last couple of years. We have 
one for everybody in the family, from small to large. We do guitar repairs and setups, lessons for every instrument from strings to keyboards to drums, right here at Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Good morning. Still some traffic out here on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic flow coming in from Coffee County as well through Rutherford County. Lots of radar up and down. 840 this morning. Slow it down. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid-80s. Southwest winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low 59. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 56. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. Get your good neighbor events to us in writing two weeks before they occur. We'll put them on the radio and the internet. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Welcome back. Our number is 615-893-1450. We've opened up the text line, so if you have a question dealing with the Rutherford County Schools, text us a question, 615-893-1450. You can also uh, call us at 615-893-1450 and just talk to us. Uh, That's a unique way to do it, 615-893-1450, and we're talking about the Rutherford County School System. Uh, we're talking about some of the unique experiences that uh, parents have uh, with the school system. Here's a, a text from a listener. Uh, it says that uh, they grew up in the Rutherford County school system and graduated quite a few years ago and that uh, drugs and alcohol were a problem back then. Are they any lower of a problem now? Well, I'm not sure what year they're referring to, but I, I think that we still have issues uh, with some uh, drugs, things like that, just because primarily of our proximity to uh, Nashville, which tends to be more of an urban area, and just, uh, you know, youth youth like to experiment, unfortunately, and so they congregate with schools, and that's just that's always been the issue. But I think that we're very vigilant about um, doing our best to keep them out of schools and discipline students when we do have issues. Uh, we have alternative schools and things like that to help with those remediation efforts. Okay, we have a uh, listener here who used to teach and said that uh, when their children uh, came along, they stopped teaching and became full-time moms. But uh, they do have a teaching certificate. Would that help in becoming a substitute? Absolutely. Um, if they want to contact me, um, my email address is anthonya at rcschools.net or give us a call at the central office. We'll be glad to help make that work. Now, if, if, they, if that person, for example, somebody who has a teacher certificate, would they be able to get more substitute jobs? Yes, and additional pay. So there's an increase in pay and then a preference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, they didn't ask this, but I know a lot of times people get 
their certificates in the area in which they're most interested. Uh, can they sort of choose, you know, math or biology or whatever their area of expertise is? We do have to look at their um, degree and their course hours, um, but oftentimes there's a lot of flex flexibility. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and are there any full-time openings? They didn't ask that, but since they were asking about the substitute teachers there may be somebody out there who wants a full-time job absolutely we have full-time in elementary middle and high school and also ea positions that are open so just check out our website at rcschools.net under careers and you can see all the latest openings this is pretty different from what it used to be i mean it used to be you couldn't get any jobs everybody was full and but with this covid situation uh, it doesn't matter what field you're in, whether it's teachers or retail or whatever, uh, there are usually openings. So uh, give them a call. And we even have opportunities for alternate licenses, too. So if there's someone who doesn't have a full teaching license or, or needs um, some additional coursework to complete theirs, they can go ahead and start working while, uh, they're, finishing. The, while yes. they're finishing. So there's opportunities for that too to help them get finished but start working as well. And so if they're interested in those kinds of things or if they have an expired license, something like that, reach out to us and, and mm -hmm. we can talk you through what those options are. Now you mentioned alternative licenses, but you also used to have something where if you had worked for X number of years, your main career was uh, supervisor of a factory or something or uh, actually had hands-on experience. Uh, is there an opportunity for people who have retired? Absolutely. So through our career and technical education courses, if you are worked in a certain industry, you can do the same thing and start working as a teacher in that field. Let's say it was um, uh, mechatronics, even though we're not hired for mechatronics now, but if we were and you've worked in a factory setting, uh, you may be eligible for that position and then we are the only school district in the state the k-12 district in the state that offers what's known as an education preparatory program we can actually uh, get you your coursework as you're working we provide the coursework so you can get fully licensed while you're working for us usually those are that's reserved for the university level but we applied i believe through a grant two or three years ago and got approved for so we became the first k-12 district to, to become that program partner now, you know, MTSU is offering new degrees all the time, and usually those new degrees are tied to needs in the marketplace. The fermenting degree, uh, and a lot of people think, well, that's strictly wine. Why would they teach that? Well, it's not strictly wine. Uh, we've got one of the larger uh, yogurt uh, factory needs in this area uh, than most any part of the United States. And you're getting students trained for a job that they can take over uh, when they get out of high school. Do you have programs like that? Sure. So we, we work very closely with the Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce, and they have a program that's led by Beth Duffield named Rutherford Works. And so there are five industry councils. It's healthcare, manufacturing, supply chain, healthcare, and I'm, I'm missing one, and Beth's going to kill me later. But basically they meet regularly and we're part of that committee we hear directly from employers of what types of workforce positions they are having a hard time filling and then they partner with the schools they'll bring in um, speakers and things like that to work in our classes with students to get them into those pipelines so they some of them are being hired right out of high school 
and then the companies will help pay for their post-secondary degrees while they're working for them and so it benefits everyone what about students who are wanting to get into health care uh, the other i'm sorry the other industry council so that that doesn't kill me later is construction that's what the oh, other okay. one. So sorry about that go ahead <laughs> that would be an ideal area because especially in this market absolutely right. and then with mtsu school of concrete all of those things work together uh, but in healthcare, being a, a person who uh, is an assistant or has a, uh, a two-year degree and a certificate to uh, work as a nurse or one of the other positions, do you offer programs in that on the high school level where sure. the students can actually? So get we help the health sciences pathway that mm-hmm. then leads into uh, can lead into a number of things. Dent, dent, pre-dental is one of them. Nursing is one of them, and we have a lot of high schools that offer that. And the students do clinical work in high school at local. Um, health clinics, hospitals, things like that, to get some of those degrees done. And they're finishing high school with what's known as a certified nursing assistant uh, under their belt already. We have a pinning ceremony every spring um, and have, it was several last year that we did, I think it was around 70 that did that. And so they could immediately start working at a high school and then continuing on uh, to some more advanced degrees in nursing as well. And I got to tell you, some of these salaries that I see that they post for these positions are incredible. I wish I'd have known that so I wasn't flipping burgers when I was in high school. I wish I was doing that because it's just incredible what the earning power they have coming out of high school with those um, those industry degrees. What kind of power do they have? Now? What kind of salaries? Uh, so nursing, uh, I, uh, nursing right now, some of them are able to name, if you have your full nursing degree, they're able to name their salary. I, we were at one industry partnership uh, meeting one day and there was a lady who said that she had a nurse who worked four months a year as a traveling nurse, and then she made enough money during those four months to take off the rest of the year. She did that every oh, wow. year. So, it, you know, it's like going back to Thoreau. You work a few days a year, and then you take off the rest of the time. That's what she was doing. And she would travel around for four months and work her tail off, I'm sure. But then she got eight months off to do whatever she wanted to the rest of the year. Now, when you say traveling nurse, I've never heard of that. Are we talking about traveling mm. in Rutherford County, or are we talking about the United right. States? It's all over. That, so from what I, and I'm not an expert in nursing, but from what I learned from these committees is that uh, certain healthcare companies, hospitals, things like that, will hire a nurse from maybe three states away on a temporary contract to come and work for 90 days to fill a need they have. And so they'll travel around wherever the need is in the country and fill those positions, but they get paid really well to do those kinds of things. Dr. Anthony, I I would imagine that through your position of being the Assistant Superintendent of Human Resources, that you also are in on the counseling side, hiring counselors, seeing that they do the job. This is an opportunity, I would imagine, talking with the students, showing them what areas they have an interest in and what needs there are for them in the future. Absolutely. Our counselors use what's called U-Signs as a tool to help them with looking at different careers and their aptitudes and then also their interest. And so they're really good about helping them. And then also the CTE coursework, uh, the teachers at the high schools come to the middle schools to kind of give them a flavor of what each has to offer so that they can partner together with a counselor to get them in the right spot. Now, with the different schools, uh, I would imagine that they have uh, different ways of teaching communications. Communications is a big field these days. Uh, electronic communications, uh, technical issues, things of this sort. 
uh, as well as writing, journalism. Uh, do you have classes like that at most of the schools, or are some schools stronger than others? So your high schools are going to have a different um, variety of classes depending on what the interests are of the students. Uh, but we do have uh, broadcasting programs at Laverne, Stewart's Creek, and Blackman High Schools. Uh, and they're all doing really well. I will tell you that um, the, all the programs are great, but I, I know that it's at Stewart's Creek High School, Chris Bissinger is the teacher, and he's been hired, his class has been hired to do a lot of things in Smyrna, like the parade uh, and different other televised events. Uh, they did a number, so during COVID that first year, we had to do all of our graduations virtually. Um, or we, had, we still had graduations, but we limited the number of people who could attend. And he did a majority of his class of the production work to put them on live stream so that people could watch from home. And the, and it's all student-led. He teaches them, of course, helps them problem-solve, but it is their product to do. Uh, and we've seen them have to overcome some things. There was a, one event they did where the Wi-Fi, it was not our event, but a different event, the Wi-Fi was terrible. And they figured out how to use hotspots. The kids figured this out and got the production off. It's the same types of things you know in the media that you have to think on your feet and problem solve constantly and so students are are learning these things and when they leave high school they of course can go into college and, and do a communications degree if that's what they choose but some of them can get hired immediately for some of these companies to start doing production work it's it's just really great to see the kids do it we have a text here from a listener who says that they had uh, their child graduated and uh, did not go to MTSU for the graduation uh, instead that they were held at the schools and they thought that uh, approach was much better. Uh, is that going to become a regular routine? I don't think they've decided yet if it's going to be regular. It's definitely been the last two years, and there are pros and cons for both. You know, we were lucky and didn't have any rain the last two years during graduation. But if you were to have rain, it's and, and I graduated on the football field, you know, 25 years ago at my high school, that used to be more commonplace. But because of weather, um, it's, it's sometimes better to have them indoors, but it's also nice to have them at your school, too, so that you're, you're at the place where the children have been attending. You know, they've got a connection there to that, that campus. You're celebrating uh, their success there. Absolutely. So uh, how about the gyms? Are they not large enough? They could be. I mean, we could do the ceremonies there. And some of the schools have said they would do, and that's what their backup plans were, they would do um, the ceremonies in different pieces, maybe do mm -hmm. half the alphabet, do the next half at you know an hour later. Sure, just like they do at MTSU, basically. Right, uh, but there's a this, the space for spectators is much smaller, and so you would have to really limit how many people could come into the building. I think it's about three or four per graduate, depending on which school you're at, and so that that limits. You know, we want to be able for all the family members to come that, that can fill a stadium or fill a Murphy Center or whatever. But they're looking at that, and the high school principals will meet together and decide. Uh, how they want to do that moving forward. They do that every year. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. And you can talk or text whichever you prefer. 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be back and continue the conversation. So stay right with us. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County. 
but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Good morning. Still some traffic out here on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic flow coming in from Coffee County as well through Rutherford County. Lots of radar up and down. 840 this morning. Slow it down. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid-80s. Southwest winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low 59. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 56. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. This is Jenny Harrison with Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. It is such an honor to help families make their funeral arrangements. I am so blessed to be a part of that time in saying their final goodbyes. Thank you all so much for allowing us to help you through this. This is Jenny. Give us a call at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. 117 South Academy Street between East Main Church of Christ and Junior's Foodland. Ryan this Flowers, is Chip Coffee Waters, and, and I'll gifts. have Middle Tennessee football and basketball games for you right here. MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online. Welcome back. We're talking about the Rutherford County School Systems this morning. If you have a question or a comment, 615-893-1450. And here's a text uh, question about bullying in schools. This person is saying that Friday a bullying incident at Siegel High School has gone viral on the Internet. What is the Rutherford County School System doing to mediate this before it escalates even more sure i think they're referring to something that was reporting at the seagull high school football game friday night we've got a report uh through social media of uh, some kids teasing another student and chanting some things and uh the student ended up leaving the stadium uh we spoke to the principal friday night to see if he had had anything reported to him that all the administrators were at the game uh no one had directly reported anything to them but they had also heard about something on facebook being posted and so we've reached out to the original poster and asked them to send us any information they have so that the principal can investigate. I think there's some they had, their child had some video of whatever's happening, and they've agreed to do that. You know, and that's a really important thing is that I, you know, I use social media. We, all, we probably all do to some extent. Um, sometimes we miss a step, though. If there's something that's happening, we need to make sure we get it to the correct 
people so they can investigate. Uh, in that case, uh, it didn't go directly to the administrators. It went through social media, and the principal had no idea that it had even occurred because no one had reported it. So, you know, I think people are going to post things on social media. can't stop that. But don't forget to also report it to whoever the authority is there so that they can also do their part. Yeah, if, if you don't know, there's nothing that you do about it. Yeah, if you see somebody doing something uh, criminal in the, in the community, you don't just put it on Facebook. You call the police and let them investigate. So it's, it's important that we don't miss that step when things happen. One thing that uh, we have not talked about, and we've had some really phenomenal uh, results on this, the recent test scores for the schools. So absolutely. So last year, as everyone knows, was a pandemic year, and uh, it started the spring before. It ended the school year a couple of months early, and so we did have learning loss. Every, every district in the state had some type of learning loss, and the state is helping us address that. We've been doing some learning camps. We did some free summer learning camps over the summer. We're going to have some after-school tutoring coming up. Uh, the second semester, which will be free uh, for students to take. Uh, but we did get some encouraging news. Even though some our achievement scores were down uh, in some areas, the growth scores, which shows how much students grew during a year, were phenomenal. Uh, and we had 30 level 5 schools out of 50. Uh, and, and level 5 is the highest you can get from the Department of Education. Uh, we also had a number of level 4s and level 3s, too, which are all the upper level. And then we had nine reward schools, and these are schools that are just performing at the, the highest level using a number of factors. It's really incredible to have all of that, even though we just had a, this is based on results from last year, that it happened during the pandemic. And so we're just excited about what we see coming up, and, and we've never seen growth like this in this type of year. We're talking about growth as far as results positive results in what they're learning. Yeah, so the way you think about it is that if you think about a, a student running around a track, okay, wherever their starting point is, if they get all the way around, that's a certain type of growth. If they if they go all the way around and get a little further, that's even more growth. And that's the type of growth we were seeing is that our, our students were making it all the way around the track and plus some, no matter where they started from. And that's what we're looking for. We want to see those students grow and stretch their potential as they're moving through each grade level. Now. I'm sure that you hear from the the colleges in the area as well as the two-year colleges. The, uh, do you hear things from those organizations telling you that the students seem to be better prepared from the Rutherford County schools than from other schools? I, I remember there was a period of time when the students went to college, whether it was two-year or four-year college, uh, and they just, they were not ready. They had English grammar problems. They had math issues. Uh, has that improved? It has improved, but there's always, of course, more room for growth. One of our strategic goals is to increase college readiness, and it's uh, you use some ACT scores to, to measure that. And we are seeing growth, but we have room to improve. And uh, I mean, every school district has seen the same thing, but uh, we've really been focusing on uh, making sure that students have whatever opportunity they want when they leave high school, whether it's to go to a four-year university, a two-year, or go right into industry. Uh, we want to see students have some of these industry certifications already under their belt, like we've talked about today, so that they have more and more opportunities. Because some people, and you know some, I know some, went to school, went to college, and really had no business being in college. It wasn't what they were really wanting, and they, they rack up a bunch of debt. Uh, there are a number of kids who do want to do that, but we want to make sure that whatever they do when they leave high school, that they're prepared, whether it's directly into the industry, a two-year degree or a four-year degree or further, that they, they have all these doors available to them. Now, what about the programs, the technical schools, uh, like the one over on the old Fort Parkway? 
Uh, do they have a special entry area that uh, benefits from our Rutherford County School training? Yeah, so you're talking about the TCAT centers. There's yes. the big one in mm -hmm. Smyrna and then the one here in Murfreesboro. They're one of those partners that we talk about that um, some of our programs feed directly into those. And that's another one of those opportunities I was mentioning. Uh, MTSU is great. I'm a graduate from there, and I, and I hope that people continue going there. But there are other avenues as well that are available to high school students when they're graduating, like the TCATs, and that, and that stands for the Tennessee College of Applied Technology, uh, your Motlows and, and other things like that so that students have these different paths available to them depending on what their goals are. And so they're learning how to repair air conditioning, how to be uh, electrical utility workers and things of that sort. I, you know, it's really a lot of different things. They have nursing programs there. They have everything. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not just, um, you know, like you said, HVAC repair. That's one of them, of course. But there are lots of different programs that they offer that are high-paying, highly sought-after positions that our industry partners are telling us that they need. And so that's why we want to make sure that students are are knowledgeable of what those options are and we start as early as eighth grade we actually start a little earlier but in eighth grade we uh, we've learned you got to get to students and their parents before they choose those classes for high school so in eighth grade through the chamber partnership we do something called the eighth grade pathway fair and students can choose uh, using their youth science results what what pathways their career pathways they're they're interested in and then we have people to come out and meet with them uh, in a rotation to learn about those different areas and what opportunities are available and then they know which classes to choose in high school if they want to pursue that that pathway and so this prepares them all along so when they graduate from high school they're ready to move on yeah so if you want to be in law enforcement for example we have a criminal justice pathway if, if you want to do cosmetology or dental uh, mechatronics we've mentioned that before broadcasting all these things are these different pathways they can choose but they've got to take so many courses in high school just like you do in college in order to complete that pathway but they have to choose them uh, you know going into high school so we try to educate them in eighth grade about what these are supply chains a great one to talk about people don't understand exactly what supply chain is we've learned more about it through the pandemic because we've seen the effects of supply chain disruptions um, but the supply chain it's it's everything from the creation of a product to the delivery of the product to the consumer all those steps along the path that is part of your supply chain there are some incredible career opportunities available within that that pathway in that industry that are high paying and I you know I'd learned these things and I'm thinking gosh why did I choose journalism right you know I should have done <laughs> something else but uh, it's it's important for students to be exposed to that so they understand what's available before they just make a decision based on something they've seen on television or something like that so it really enables them to be all that they can be but be in an area that they enjoy so that that's that's probably the most important thing find something you enjoy well you know the old saying you find something that you enjoy doing then you'll never work a day in your life yeah well, that's what you do I so. think that's true now um, obviously when you are in the eighth grade or even if you're a sophomore or junior or a senior in high school you often have no clue what you really want to do do you have through your counselors a way to, to sort of find out what your areas of interest are. Sure. So Dr. Anthony was talking about that there's, there's an assessment that students take in eighth grade that's called U Science. It's the science of you. And you choose, um, it, it helps match your aptitudes with your interests. So you'll take this assessment and it will give you a list of uh, industries or careers that would be best suited for the skills that you have based on your aptitudes and your interests. 
And so you can take those results and then plug them into which pathways you want to explore. And what's really important is that sometimes you take this pathway in high school and you know exactly what you want to do. You love it. And then sometimes you take this pathway and you realize this is not for me, but you learned it in high school that it's not for you instead of spending money on it in college. You know, if, for example, if you go into health sciences because you think you want to be a doctor and then you realize you don't like the sight of blood, well, you haven't wasted, you know, the college tuition on learning that, that lesson. You've learned it in high school. You finish out your pathway, of course, but now you know what you don't want to go into. And so that helps focus you a little bit more as well. Very good. We're in our final segment of our show. Uh, any thoughts that uh, we need to touch on before we leave this morning? Well, uh, you know, this is going to be something personal for me, but I'm really looking forward to this. This is a great community. My family's here. We, we love it here. We've been here for a long time. I can't wait to see this community come back together because when we support each other in whatever we're doing, we're going to continue to, to be a beacon for the rest of the state and to flourish. And so I'm just really looking forward to seeing this community come back together. Very, very true. James, thank you for joining us this morning. James Evans, the Director of Communications for the Rutherford County School System, along with the Assistant Superintendent for Human Resources, Dr. Andrea Anthony, visiting with us this morning. Hope you have a super rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow right here on WGNS. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about the Parks and Recreation Department. I think everybody's ready to go out and play.